Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man istanna bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin. Amma ba'du, rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wa hlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu kawli. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I thought I'm going to share with you my experience of hajj, but not from the perspective of my own hajj per se, but rather my overall experience having been to hajj for fard hajj as well as uh, as a group leader for others. Alhamdulillah. It was a great privilege and a pleasure to to be of assistance to the hujjaj and to experience hajj from that angle. And I learned quite a bit and I think it's worthwhile sharing inshallah ta'ala because one of the the things that I witnessed time and time again is the shift from, you know, older people going for hajj, people who are, who are late into the 50s and 60s and 70s, over to those who are 40 and younger or 50 and younger performing hajj. And uh, I thought, you know, many youngsters would, would imagine that performing hajj is something that they're going to do later on in their lives and uh, something that they'll do when they one day ready to make a transformation and, you know, become a better Muslim and so forth. Um, that sentiment was quite popular when I was growing up because often we thought, you know what, we'd live as we wish and do whatever we wish. And then when we become 40, we'll start making salah and we'll go on hajj and we'll turn our lives around and so forth. Uh, this is, of course, in a time of jahiliyyah. So what I've seen is that the opposite of this is actually true. It's not that somehow magically you're going to transform your life when you reach a certain age, you know, namely 40, and then you're going to see the need to go and hajj. But rather, what's going to happen is you will work towards this goal in the form of your hajj and you will gain the hajj and through the hajj you will transform your life and when you reach the age of 40 inshallah you would be well ready you know to journey back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, not just specifically 40 but you know that's the age where the Prophet received nubuwa so it's a significant age it's an age of maturity as mentioned in the Quran um you know, until he reached his maturity and he reached 40 years of age. So in light of that, if you go on Hajj during your younger years and you intend thereby to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to live such a life that would be pleasing to him, then inshallah, immediately you'll go through a transformation through the Hajj itself and you will find yourself slowly but surely growing spiritually closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you give your hajj its due justice. Now, the important question is, how is it a transformation, right? People go on, on events, excursions, um, team building exercises. Uh, they go on training. You know, people spend hundreds and thousands for these self-help courses or, you know, a weekend of motivational speaking and so forth. And they have their merit, you know, they, they have their place, they can have a certain psychological and emotional impact. But Hajj 
is a journey of the hearts. So it's a spiritual impact. It's a physical impact. It's a psychological impact. And it's an emotional impact that hits you all at once, like a ton of bricks. And your priorities change. And your perspective of the world and what's important and what's not important, it changes. And your perception of who Allah is and what Allah means to you in your life personally, it changes. And your understanding of who you are within the greatest scheme of things, meaning you as an individual among an entire community of believers around the world, you're just like a drop in the ocean. And there was a point in your life where you were the same as everyone and you looked the same as everyone and you said the same things. So you can never forget that feeling of of being insignificant but also the most significant at the same time. Insignificant in that you are just one in a million, one in a billion. How can you possibly matter? Everyone's the same as you. And then you realize Allah favored you among so many others to be there that surely you are, uh, you know, favored in that sense as well. So this, uh, this is my observation of the Hajj. Don't just think of it as this thing that you do because you are spiritual or because you are close to Allah or because you are religious. But rather, think of it as a growth in your life. Think of it as a divinely inspired, a divinely guided journey of transformation. And you would transform for the better regardless of where you find yourself now. So never think... You know, I'm not uh, a good enough Muslim to aspire to the Hajj. I first need to get my Salah right and so on. Those things are true. You do need to first, you know, work on your deen in order for the Hajj to really be, you know, significant. But um, you don't need to have these conditions upon yourself. You can do all of this at the same time. Hajj is a pillar of Islam like Salah is a pillar of Islam. But I'm hoping that through these words and this, you know, insight that you don't only do it because it's a pillar of Islam and because it's an obligation, but you do it with a sincere desire that you are going to use it as it was intended to be a journey of transformation, a journey of spiritual growth, right? Tazkiyah, true tazkiyah. And allow the, the lessons to flow within you, allow the experience to transform you. You know, hold your hold your perspective straight and your whole world view will change. It will transform entirely. There are a few, you know, there are a few facilities that this world has to offer us that allow for such paradigm shifts. One would be studying the Quran, right? There's no doubt that produces an unparalleled paradigm shift in one's life. Another example would be i'tikaf, right? We go on i'tikaf. And you isolate yourself from all facade and you commit yourself to the masjid and to the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially when there are other pious company, uh, there's other pious people around you that, you know, assist in making the environment. And especially if there's a program of spirituality happening, an intense program. So i'tikaf is another one. Um, I would also say, you know, spending time with jama'at al-tabligh, da'wah and tabligh going on a religious retreat uh, of proselytization, of uh, calling people to to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to the masjid. This can also potentially have such uh, transformative qualities. Another one would be, you know, forming part of a particular tariqah 
and engaging in dhikrullah to such an extent that you you grow spiritually that too can provide you know this transformation but of all of all those things that i've mentioned hajj stands out because it has been it has been divinely decreed as the transformative journey in the steen of islam those other elements they are all important and they are all divinely decreed as well but they are not one of the fifth, one of the five pillars of islam this one is right the the hajj is unique in that sense so allah wants us to derive the most that we can from this journey and uh, it should be a means of transformation for all of us so with those with those thoughts you know if you are young and you look at the current environment you're thinking subhanallah i need to uh i need to get married i need to get a house i need to get a car i need to go on hajj these are all serious expenses and i'm struggling to find a job or i'm struggling with uh, my current financial circumstances um how how do i make all of this happen right that's one of the big concerns and for everyone in general right the concern now is hajj is so expensive how can i possibly get there a quarter million for a couple you know that's like the cost that you're looking at all in all these days um that's that's quite expensive so it's it's going to inevitably be out of the reach of some however understand that what our forefathers had always mentioned is true it begins with the with the niya right so you make the niya that is the beginning of your journey the moment you make the niya a serious intention you know what let's work towards hajj that's when your journey starts so the very fact that you've made that intention and you're working towards it that means you are on the journey of transformation the journey of hajj yes you all wanted we all wanted to culminate in an actual hajj you know at the end of that that work but will we ever reach there that's not up to us right the results have never been within our control and therefore we are not responsible for the results the results are entirely within the control of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we are responsible for our efforts and this is key so place your trust in allah do what you need to do right whether you prioritize by placing your marriage first and your your home first whatever the case may be fi kullin khair yani you know in, in all of them is good but don't push hajj aside as this thing that you're going to do inshallah one day if by some miracle you become rich no make the niya now make the niya now and work towards it oh i need to work on my marriage i need to work on this i need to work on that you're not going to stop working on those things you will continue but the difference is simultaneously you'll have the blessings of working towards hajj you'll have the blessings of the person who is on this transformative journey and inshallah through it alone even if you don't manage to get there allah azza wa jal will still grant you of the blessings of that hajj and perhaps grant you the reward of that hajj because inma al-a'malu bin-niyat actions are by their intentions right so i want to share that and i want to share the fact that you know don't make the mistake of saying i'm going to perform hajj one day when i'm older you don't know you don't know how long you have to live number one you don't know 
how uh, close Allah is going to allow you to be, you know? In other words, are you actually going to manage to change? You think miraculously you're going to just bring your life in order, miraculously you on your own, you're just going to start doing everything you need to do and then hopefully one day reach the point of being ready for Hajj? No, it is through Allah and through turning to Allah that Allah Azza wa Jal will inshallah save you from your bad ways and allow you to experience the Hajj. It is from Allah, not from you. So don't think that it's just going to happen. You have to make the effort. Um, and the same thing applies with the, other, with the other pillars of Islam, salah. Don't think, okay, I'm going to start making salah one day and then, I, you know, when I come right. No, make salah today. Salah will help you come right. Salah will bring you right. This is why um, it has all the benefits. The first question that will be asked in the day of Qiyamah, if you pass it, you pass the whole exam. Why? Because salah is the thing that will bring you right. Salah, inna salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar. Salah is the thing that keeps away, it repels all immodesty, indecency, and evil. So, to round off, make the niyyah to go and hajj. Make it while you are young. The third reason why you need to do it while, while you are young is that it's terrible to see people spend so much time saving for hajj and then when they when they arrive they subhanallah their state of health you know so Allah knows best how long they were saving for but some people come on hajj when they are well you know old aged already and alhamdulillah Allah brought them there but they don't unfortunately enjoy the experience as a as a young able-bodied person can they can't walk as much, and Hajj is so much walking. They can't move as much or do as much things or stand as much extreme weather conditions as the younger person. Illa mashaAllah, there's always the exceptions, you know, some older people outshine the younger people in health again. But the point is, chances are you'll do much better when you are younger. So don't think, okay, when my youth is over, my prime is over, and I'm ready to retire, now I'm going to go on Hajj. Now change your perception and think about what a joyous, what a pleasurable journey this journey of the hearts will be for you while you are young and while it can make such a significant impact on the rest of your life. Don't be scared of coming closer to Allah. Some people are scared. And if I go and hajj, then I'm going to be expected to, to live a certain life or be a certain way. Just make the niyyah. Forget about people's thoughts and expectations and people's uh, perception of you and your perception of yourself know what what this is all about it's a duty to Allah and it is a it is a chance to transform your life for the good don't turn that away and may Allah grant you your heart's desire and take us all for hajj again and again and again and take us for umrah and allow us to transform our lives sincerely for his sake and allow us to be worthy of the transformation that he had granted us once upon a time when we stood on the plains of Arafah. May Allah grant us all to stand on the plains of Arafah. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.